Are you looking for your dream home? Are you looking to maybe buy or sell, but you're not exactly sure where to go? Because let's face it, in the real estate market, there are hundreds and hundreds of options in your area, and you're not quite sure which one to go through. I may have your solution. I'd like to tell you about my friend Donnie Morrison, a realtor with St. Aubin Real Estate. If you're looking to buy or sell, Donnie will help you through the process. Very professional, very upstanding guy, and a personal friend of mine. I would encourage you to check him out online at DonnieTheRealtor.rocks or pick up the phone and give him a call, 810-597-7163. That's Donnie Morrison, Realtor with St. Aubin Real Estate, online at DonnieTheRealtor.rocks or 810-597-7163. This episode of the Klaus to the Heart podcast has been rated PG-14. Some language and dialogue may not be suitable for members of the family under 14 years of age. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Klaus to the Heart, Klaus to the Heart, Klaus to the Heart podcast. I'm Jason Klaus. I have opinions. Some people may agree with them. Some people may not. Life does not have to be overly complicated. Some of it is as simple as not being a butthole. This is probably going to get me fired up. You don't have to agree with me. That's perfectly fine. But there are people who do. There is a silver lining to just about anything that comes your way in life. We just have to look for it. This is the Klaus to the Heart podcast. Podcast. This is the Klaus to the Heart podcast. Powered by Anchor.fm. Hey everybody, I'm Jason Klaus. And you are listening to the Klaus to the Heart podcast. Powered by Anchor.fm. I uh, certainly appreciate you taking time out of your week to give the show a listen. Your support is, uh, it's immeasurable. I mean, it's it just, I'm so humbled by by the feedback that I get uh, on a pretty regular basis. And, uh, you know, looking at things and trying to come up with a, a certain schedule. Uh, we've decided that from here on out, we are going to make every attempt, um, you know, time you know, permitting and, you know, assuming that nothing major is happening on my end, uh, we are going to aim for Tuesdays uh, every week as the official day that the new Klaus of the Heart podcast episodes will drop. And you can either listen to them um, through the Anchor app or you can find us on Spotify. Uh, you, You just look for Klaus of the Heart podcast and... Uh, with Spotify, it usually takes, you know, about a half an hour or 45 minutes after it initially drops through the Anchor.fm app. So, um, you know, I understand that uh, for a few of you, this show is on your 
on your must-listen list every week. And, man, I, I can't tell you how humbling that is. Uh, you know, I just... The fact that you think enough about the show to put me on the list, that probably includes... You know, a, a, a lot of them are my wrestling friends or roster members for my company. Um... You know, they listen to a variety of podcasts. Usually usually it's wrestling-related. Bruce Pritchard, Eric Bischoff, T- Tony Schiavone, Jim Ross. Um, any, really, anything under the Conrad Thompson umbrella. <laughs> um, you know, they think enough of my show to, to put that on their list with with those names. And those are all shows that I, that I listen to. So it's very humbling, and I certainly appreciate it. I want to talk today about, uh, you know, getting back to basics. I, I talk about it regularly in, in different circumstances. And a lot of times we have a tendency to just make life so much more complicated than it has to be. I'm a firm believer that when you strip off all of the unnecessary layers to a problem, to an issue, to a roadblock, to whatever, a lot of times, not exclusively, but a lot of times, um, if we just get back down to the fundamentals, if we just get back to basics, we find, we could find that the problem isn't so much of a detriment as you had initially thought. What I mean by that is we have a tendency in this day and age, a lot of us, I am very guilty of this, of overanalyzing everything. And a lot of us will take various things in our lives that that are causing us grief, that are causing us anxiety, that are that are causing us um, an unnecessary harder time than we would like to engage in, that it's easy to get overwhelmed. I have been I have been battling this myself for the last few weeks. Just kind of looking at everything as a whole and everything that is causing me anxiety, that's causing me ill feelings. I've I've had to take a step back and and more or less practice what I preach, right? Because how many times, if you've been a long-time listener of of my shows, you know, I, I, I mean, I've said it a thousand times. You know, break it up into segments. Tackle one issue at a time, then move on to the next one. I have to remind myself of that because I realize how how quickly... Something minor can snowball in into this huge thing that now has multiple layers. So it's very easy to get overwhelmed. It's very easy to let it dictate your whole demeanor, your whole aura as a person. If you are somebody who is generally happy, upbeat, kind of keeps things on, on the lighter scale, um, you know... Your friends, your coworkers, the ones that you spend the most time with, they start picking up real quick that 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 that, that there's something off with you. You're not your normal self. This happened to me recently. I was at work one night 
And I was, I mean, just lost in my own world, just analyzing and thinking about everything that is not going according to plans, my plans, my ideas, what I think should, you know, the way things should be. And I started, I started to get really overwhelmed by it. And I started to get, I mean, pissy. I mean, I, I was getting angry about, uh, about things. And uh, my friend who works across the line from me, you know, he and I have been working together now for, you know, several months now. And I mean, long, you know, when you spend eight, nine hours a night working along somebody, you kind of, you, you, you kind of pick up on their mannerisms, you pick up on their quirks, you pick up on how they, they conduct themselves. And, you know, he, he stopped what he was doing. He's like, man, you all right? And, you know, right when he said that, you know, I, I snapped myself out of it because if he could pick up on it, it can, I can only imagine what, what others were thinking. So I had to sit there and I had to break these things up into individual segments. And I had to think about what is going to be the cor- the, the right course of action to correct what I feel is going wrong. A lot of you deal with these same instances as I personally sat there and started to tackle one issue at a time, the first thing that I took off the table was the things that, for whatever reason, just cannot be changed, cannot be reversed. I am still dealing with uh, the loss of my brother. And I'm still dealing with all the range of emotions that go with that. Every single day is a struggle for me. Um, some are some days are better than others. Anybody who has lost anybody, you know, of significance in their lives, you are you are dealing with these same type of emotions. Nothing that I am going to do is going to change the fact that my brother is no longer here. Now, that doesn't mean that that gives me the right to just push that off completely to the side and just forget that it's there because, let's be honest, that does not happen. But I can adjust my way of thinking because I can't fix this. And I have to come to terms with that. And I will. And I am. I'm, I'm dealing with it in my own little ways. Doing the podcast here, doing the YouTube shows is an avenue for me to harness that energy into something positive. A lot of you may not have that specific hobby, that that specific outlet. For those of you who don't, I would strongly encourage you to find something that you're interested in that you can put harnessed that kind of energy into something positive as a as a way to help you cope with things the other aspect of in my in my personal case another aspect of what i was looking at dissecting figuring out what course of action can i make the fact of the matter is 
if it doesn't affect me personally, if it doesn't have a bearing on my life, if it doesn't cause me interference, if it doesn't, you know, if it serves me no purpose whatsoever on any level, mentally, physically, emotionally, whatever, I don't need that crap on my radar. I don't need to hear about every single person's bit of drama. I have no time for it. I have no patience for it. I have no want for it. Because that is that is wasting energy on something that I have no part of. And I want no part of it. Some of you are going through similar situations. The fact of the matter is, if I had to bottom line it, it would be take this this you know this philosophy. You do you. You do you. You do whatever you think is the right thing. Because at the end of the day, you you can go out and you can seek people's advice. You can seek, you know, your friend's input. But at the end of the day, if you are an adult, you will focus on the things that bring you happiness. You will focus on the things that are productive in a positive manner. Getting wrapped up. And in the middle of a bunch of unnecessary drama. Should be so far off your radar, it shouldn't be a thing. Unless your well-being, unless your, or, you know, unless the well-being of a loved one, of a friend, of a family is in legitimate danger, is in, is in real issues, I understand that. But a lot of times we latch ourselves into somebody else's conflict, somebody else's drama, throw your two cents in there and do nothing to alleviate the situation. Instead, you are escalating the problem. And I find that people that do this, they do it for attention in one way or another. Because they are lacking something significant in their lives. They're lacking that attention. They're lacking that spotlight, albeit a negative one. It's spotlight nonetheless because their names are involved in other people's conversations. More often than not, conversations that have nothing to do with them. I will never understand why people waste so much time and and energy and effort into being embroiled in a situation that at the end of the day does not personally affect you. It may piss you off because it involves your friend. It may make you angry because somebody is saying something about a loved one. Consider the source. Consider the source from which it comes. And a lot of times you will find that when you consider the source, the source does not matter in the grand scheme of your life. 
If you are one that you find is constantly involved in other people's drama and you become part of other people's drama, you are going to live a more miserable life. Why do you want to spend your time like that? Why do you want to go through life being unhappy all the time? And at some point, common sense has to come into play. And you have to sit down and actually be honest with yourself. I realize that's an issue for a lot of you. If you cannot be honest with yourself, how are you expected to be taken honestly by other people? If you find that you are in multiple layers of drama involving multiple situations, involving multiple different people, you have to wonder what the common thing in all of these issues are. And are you being a detriment and are you being a contributor to the ongoing onslaught of negativity? Nobody wants to be around that. And if you do have people that thrive on that, that get just as much joy out of other people's turmoil and chaos and drama, I would suggest that that's a good part of the problem as far as you're concerned personally. At some point, we have to Divorce ourselves from other people's issues. You need to focus on you. If your happiness is driven off of other people's anxiety and drama and anger and everything along that spectrum, there is a serious disconnect somewhere or another. And that's something that you're really going to have to evaluate because people that 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 conduct their lives like that more often than not are are just bitter people. You find that you don't have a lot of true friends and your quote unquote friends that you do have are a major reason for the the aura and the reputation that you may have. You may not even know it. Now I try to look for the best in everybody and more often than not there are there is good in everybody. There are exceptions. There are people who are just complete and total buttholes because they thrive on this. They get the they have to be involved in everybody else's business. They will go to great lengths to find out what everybody else is saying and doing and and gossiping about. My God. Focus on you. You do you. Now that's not to say that you can't be there to be a lending ear. A shoulder to cry on. Somebody to confide in. But if you are taking information that is being confided to you and you spread that to people outside of that conversation... You've got to believe, you've got to know that that is a huge part of the problem. It's not overly complicated. You can justify it any way you see fit, but that doesn't necessarily make it right. Because at the end of the day, there is right and there is wrong.
Nowadays, we are so embroiled with everybody else's opinion that opinion is now presented as fact. And if you do not subscribe to that idea, they think you are an asshole. They think that you are stupid. Quit worrying about, quit getting involved in everybody else's business. You do you. As long as it does not physically, emotionally, any way, shape, or form hurt somebody else, I don't really see a, see an issue. You do you. I think that people who get involved with these type of situations that become so embroiled in, in other people's drama, I, I think a lot of it is because you're bored. You, you have nothing going on. You need something to, to stir the juices. There's more productive ways of doing that. I don't know. Here's an idea. Find find some way, shape, or form to be a positive influence on those around you. To be a positive influence on, on your friends, on your family, people that matter to you. Focus on them. Do something good that makes you happy. Because I don't know anybody. I guess I shouldn't say that. There are a few, and that's why I don't associate them with I don't associate with them anymore. I could give two shits less about who's saying what, who's doing what, who, you know, I, if it, if it pertains to drama, as long as it does not affect those who are closest to me and mean the most to me, putting them in a threatening way, in any way, shape or form, I don't care about it. It's nothing. To, it's none of my business. I've got more important things to do in my life with my time than worrying about what somebody else may be saying or doing. And other people cannot be held accountable for other people's actions. If you are an adult and you are capable of making your own decisions, you are responsible for those decisions. It's not somebody else's fault if some if another individual is being a butthole. That's just the way it is. And for some reason or another, people put so much stock into drama that it just it starts to forsake who you are as a person and how people look at you, how people associate with you. Because people who live their lives in the midst of drama 24-7, more often than not, I generally have no time for them. And I will steer as far away from, from that from that mentality as I possibly can. I just will. It serves me no purpose because I'm doing me. I would rather spend my time f focused on the things that are important to me, the things that I am making a difference in. 
first and foremost, my family. And then, you know, all, everything else that, that I have, you know, that I have my hands in. My job. For the hours that, that I'm, re- I'm required to be there, I give them 100%. But there is not a minute of overtime worked. Even when offered, I will not take it. Because I've got other things going on. Things that actually mean something to me. Things that I'm passionate about. That's my avenue. I'm doing me. You need to do you. And the whole you do you thing is a multiple layer process. All depending on how you want, want to look at it. Folks, we need to get back to basics. Everybody, every single one of us. There are changes that we can make with our personal lives. Minor, I mean, some of them, when you, when you strip it down and when you're really honest about it, some of those decisions are not going to be easy ones. But they're ones that have to be made if you want to live a happy and fulfilled life. If you would prefer to live your life and spend your time unhappy and miserable and, you know, that that feeling of anxiety inside of you, that's great. That's, you know, if that's what makes you happy, sweet. But understand that 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 circle around you, your group of friends, unless they subscribe to the same philosophy, it's not going to be all that inspiring and that all that enriching it just isn't just something to think about and i know some of you are going to be listening that well this don't apply to me this doesn't apply to me he doesn't know what he's talking about hey i listen everybody lives their life the way they want to i understand that but at the same time, I understand that there are people who ask my opinions on these things. And that's why I started the show. Because I had a strong support system that believe in what I say. It may not resonate with everybody. It may not resonate with you. But I think, you know, for a few of the cases where you're listening to this right now and you're rolling your eyes to the back of your skull and, and thinking that I'm just spewing a bunch of nonsense, I think it's because you're not being honest with yourself. In our minds, in our egos, um, you know, we can do no wrong. Newsflash, we do wrong. We do wrong all the time. I do it, you do it. More often than not, they're conscious, you know, they're, you know, choices that we make are our decisions. And in the back of my in the back of our mind, we know it's not the right thing to do, but we do it anyway. We justify it somehow. 
but it doesn't make it right. Quit worrying about what everybody else is saying and doing. You do you. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. As plans have been put into place to gradually reopen the state of Michigan amid the whole pandemic, one of the most sought-after services are nail salons. And I'm sure, ladies, if you are one of those who are just clamoring for that opportunity to go get a manicure and get your nails done, you're finding that the uh, window of appointments are kind of few and far between between, you know, these big high-end and uh, big-name franchises. I would like to tell you about my friend Lisa Foster. She is a licensed manicurist, and she is now opening her own nail salons, so to speak. Nails by Lisa. Give her a call at 810-875-7213 or send her an email at paris1192 at comcast.net. Let me spell that out for you. P-A-R-R-I-S-1192 at Comcast.net. Call Lisa and see what kind of magic she can work for for you. That's Nails by Lisa. 810-875-7213. A lot of us are thinking about ink therapy. You're thinking about maybe wanting a new tattoo. So why would you want to put one of the most personal choices that you will make for your body in the hands of somebody who's unlicensed, somebody who's unprofessional, somebody who's doing artwork out of somebody's dining room? You don't. You want to go to the professionals. And that's why I want to tell you today about Studio 42 tattoo my friend donnie morrison and his entire staff are among the most talented and professional artists in the area and i can attest from personal experience just how awesome these people are so if you are in the market for a new tattoo something that you want to get done i would encourage you to check out donnie and his entire staff They are available online right now at Studio42Tattoo.com. Welcome back to the Klaus of the Heart podcast powered by Anchor.fm. I certainly appreciate your time this week. And uh, for the last segment this week, I want to get, it's going to get personal. I'm going to be straight up with you um, because I've been, uh, over the last couple of weeks, I've tried to uh, keep up on um, you know questions and messages in relation to the celebration of life that we're planning for my brother Jeff. Um, we made a public announcement over Facebook, uh, you know, when the date and the site was, and. Um, you know, subsequently, since we made that announcement, we've obviously been hearing about the rise in coronavirus cases across the state. And, you know, there's a lot of anxiety with things being shut back down and things of this nature. And how is that going to affect what we're trying to do for for Jeff's m- memorial? 
Now, um, as things stand right now, this week, um, you know, everything is still going forward as planned. It is it is scheduled for Saturday, uh, July 25th at the Pix Theater in downtown Lapeer. Um, we went with that venue because it's a place that has um, sentimental value to me and to my brother. And I mean, it was a staple of our childhoods. We went and seen a lot of movies, you know, during the summertime and um, at the Pix Theater. I mean, we've seen the Goonies there. We've seen, um, I mean, just some classic films from from our childhood. The Goonies is 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 the one that really stands out to me. Um, so we're planning on that. It starts at three p.m. You know, we're not exactly sure in terms of. Uh, what we're going to be allowed as far as attendance wise in the theater itself and we uh, and we know that you know because we're right in the middle of the summer we're you know we've encounter we've we're now in open house season you know for all the graduates from high school and college that type of thing um, a lot of celebrations going on and uh, we know that you know, July 25th is, you know, just was not going to be a good day for everybody. But theoretically, there wasn't going to be a perfect day for everybody. Um, so that's kind of one of the reasons why we decided that in addition to, you know, at this point, having it available for the public, I, I mean, as far as the seating capacity goes, we know that uh, there's about 295 seats in in the theater and you know i i we don't know if if masks are going to be required for anybody who uh joins us on, you know in person on that day um <coughs> we just we're we're keeping tabs on it you know as 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 best as as we can um, but because there are those who cannot be there for one reason or the other, or you just may not feel comfortable being in an indoor environment like that with so many people, you you know, with with COVID and, and things of that nature. Uh, that's why we decided that we were going to, to stream it on Facebook Live um, as it happens. And... Um, so that way, pe people who you know who can't be there but want to, uh, you know, for what what whatever reason, they can watch it live as it happens. Or for those who have things going on, open houses and and things of this nature, um, you can go back and and watch it, quote unquote, on demand. Um, you know, this is you know with with the fear that things may start being you know more more restrictions are going to start being reinstated here because of the reported you know rise in in covid cases um you know you combine that trying to do the best memorial service that we can possibly do you know with the circumstances trying to get a benefit show um booked under the mwo banner and you know 
with everything happening and 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 the constant roadblocks that are being thrown in our way I personally one of the things that I am struggling with internally is I feel like I'm failing my brother I feel like I'm fa- I'm failing his legacy I feel like I haven't been able to give him the, the these proper things that he so rightly deserves because of everything else going on things that I cannot control and it's very frustrating to me it's 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 something that I fight with myself with every single day and if I sit here long enough and I really overthink it and I really you know, just focus on that, man. It gets me so upset because I feel like I can't, I can't do what he, what he deserves. He deserves better than this. He deserved to have a funeral. He, he deserved a, a, a proper, I don't, I don't even know the word. Send off is the first one that comes to mind, but that just does not sound right to me. It's very frustrating. Um, the MWO was such a huge part of Jeff's life, and he was a part of so many, you know, m- memorial moments and tribute shows for our fallen brothers and sisters of our roster over the years. And I want to give, I want to be able to give him that. Um, you know, I am very fortunate for the amazing people that run Imperial Wrestling Entertainment up in the Houghton Lake area. Uh, that's another organization that that Jeff, you know, r- wrestled in, and you know they they have a date in place, and um, you know they were kind enough to put our name on on the flyer as well. Um, but at at the same time, I I feel like it's my responsibility, you know, given what an integral part in every way, shape, or form that Jeff was to the MWO, that the MWO needs to needs to pay tribute to somebody who helped lay the foundation on which this organization was formed. And I feel like I can't do it. The coronavirus won't let me do it. The pandemic as a whole... You know, all the restrictions in place. It's very frustrating because I can't change it. I'm concerned that we will get a week out from his celebration of life. And I feel like, you know, I, 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 I can get as prepared behind the scenes as I possibly can. But there's still going to be that level of anxiety of what if. And it makes me it makes me sad. It makes me angry because we are we are in this time right now. This this is our life right now. 
And it's just, it's incredibly frustrating. And I don't mean to be a downer about this. I don't mean to put such a macabre feel on, you know, this, this episode. But one of the reasons why I did this podcast, or one of the reasons why I started this show was to give me an avenue to put my concerns, my feelings out there. Because it gives me an avenue to do so. It gives me um, an, an environment that I feel comfortable enough in to where I can just talk about what I'm feeling. Because when I try to have a conversation, a real-life conversation about things like this, I get frustrated because I can't, at that time, for whatever reason, properly um, illustrate what I'm feeling. And it becomes very frustrating to me. I want to give my brother the the memorial, the celebration, the tribute that he deserves. And as a brother, I feel like I'm failing him because things aren't going my way. I know at the end of the day, it's theoretically, it's not my fault, quote unquote. I know that, but that doesn't stop me from feeling the way that I do. My brother was such an amazing person. He had his flaws, don't get me wrong. But overall, he was such an amazing person. And I feel like it's my duty, my responsibility to honor him in the best way possible. And when things aren't going my way, when I can't make things happen the way that I want them to, that's, you know, it's easy to let that overtake every being of your emotion. But, more, I mean, I started this because I wanted to give people an update on what we were doing in terms of of his his celebration of life because, you know, I've been... You know, and I and I assume that as we get closer, we're I'm going to get more and more questions about it. So that's you know that's basically what's happening. And uh, July the 25th, it, which is the day after his birthday, and uh, you know we that's why we decided that we were going to you know stream it for those who couldn't who can't be there. On, on that day for whatever reason. But let me let, let me fi- finish off the episode by saying this. After everything that I have talked about on on this week's episode, let me and I, you know, I've said it a thousand times and I'll say it a thousand more. How much I appreciate all of you. How much I appreciate my family. How much I appreciate my friends. My genuine friends. My true friends. The ones who stand by me even even though 
a lot of times at this point in my life, I'm an emotional wreck. I'm a mess. But they help me, you help me focus on the positive things in life, the things that are good in my life. Just the fact that you take time to listen to this show means more to me than I will ever be able to say, to illustrate. I am a very blessed man. Yeah, I have my quirks, I have my flaws, I have my setups or my my setbacks and I have my hang-ups. But you demonstrate to me that on some level, it could be very minor, it could be just an hour of of your week. You have demonstrated that what I do, which is an extension of who I am, means something to you. And I will never fully be able to show you my appreciation, to show you how much that means. I have an amazing support staff. I have an amazing support group of awesome people, awesome friends, awesome family. And I can't begin to thank you enough for everything. And I want nothing but the absolute best in life for all of you. So with that, thank you so much for taking time out of your week to give the show a listen. Um, If you have any feedback or comments or things of that nature, drop us an email at klausoftheheart at gmail.com or you can send us a direct message through our Facebook page. Just look for at Klaus to the Heart. So with that, take care of yourselves and each other and we will see you next time right here on the Klaus to the Heart podcast.